Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So we want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it and then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Well, it's a great day, great day, great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I am excited about another opportunity to be with you. That's right, with you. Today's show is going to tell you how to think different so you can make success happen in your life by your terms. That's what I want to talk about. You can make success happen in your life according to your terms. Huh? How you like that? A new way of thinking to create success, not only professionally, but also personally. You want to stay tuned for this. Well, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and podcast. I'm grateful, grateful, grateful that you have made this show the number one self-help show in the country. You have told your friends, your family, and your co-workers to tune in and turn on and to make sure you listen every week. And I am so grateful for your continued support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And please keep doing that. So thank you. I am grateful for you. You know, I take a moment to tell you about the show. And then I want to tell you about our sponsor. But before I do, I got to take a moment to thank God, to give God glory and thanks for strength and health and opportunities and possibilities that can impact your life because God blesses us with life. His gift to us is life. Our gift to God is what we do with it. And I believe we should do something extraordinary with it. Do the best you can with what you've got to give. You know, I have people who often say, well, I don't have what they have, or they're doing this. But you've got gifts. You've got brilliance. You've got genius. Everybody has genius. It's not if you are smart. It's how are you smart? Because everybody's got some genius. When you find it and use it, you are uncomparable. Well, I want to thank God, and then I want to thank our sponsor. We're happy to have the support of Truist Bank, and I want to tell you about Truist Money and Mindset. The way you think about and feel about money can affect your confidence and, frankly, your total well-being. 
That's especially, especially true when life gets real and tough and throws challenges your way. So Money and Mindset from Truist gives you tips and tools to help you feel more financially prepared through your life plan moments and those moments that life just throws at you and it happens. So that may be a big deal for some, but it's a big deal for me. It's helpful for me because I want everybody to win. You can check out Money and Mindset by heading to truest.com where you'll find it in the main menu. Truest, when you start with care, you build a different kind of bank. Truest Bank, member FDIC. Well, we've got a great show for you today. And in this show, I will also share with you some of the music. You've asked so many times, what's that music that plays the beginning and ending of every one of your segments? It's from my Music and Motivation Power Book and is now available on musicpowerbook.com. We're going to play excerpts from it today so you can hear a little more than just the little segments you typically hear. And you can go to musicpowerbook.com or just go to winwithwilly.com and hit the music and motivation power book icon and then order it right there. You can get it in CD or you can get it in a digital download. You're going to love it. Why? Because it'll make you feel better. And that's what we want you to do. Feel better, think better, do better. All right, let's get in to this week's show. My next guest is uh, a, a real, real joy to have him on the line. He is someone I've been wanting to have on for quite a while, and I've finally been able to corral him and get on his schedule. Let me tell you who he is. He's a a speaker, a author, but most importantly, he's a, uh, no, not most importantly, uh, he's a speaker, author, businessman, successful, but most importantly, he's a father who has made being a husband and a father a priority. I'll tell you more about that in a minute because he's been a role model for so many of us speakers to look at how he has uh, he arranged his life to fit his desires. He is a, uh, a a businessman who has presided over an insurance agency with 20 offices around Florida. He is a writer. His column behind the mic has been syndicated in some 900 or plus newspapers and periodicals for over four decades. He's the author of seven books. His latest book is called It's the Customer Stupid. It's a fantastic book. He has produced dozens of audio and video learning systems that are used by Fortune 500 companies all over the globe. He has rose to international acclaim uh, as a speaker, though. It started in 1978 when he won the World Championship for Public Speaking for Toastmasters International, the highest uh, level in that Toastmasters context for anybody who's ever been in Toastmasters. If you start in Toastmasters, a local group, the highest level you can ever achieve is the world championship. He he won it in 78. In 1983, he was presented the uh, certified speaking professional CSP designation. He had to earn that. That's the highest earned level of success in the National Speakers Association. And then in 2009, he was, uh, in 2000, he was inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame, CPAE, uh, the Council of Peers Award of Excellence. And then in 2009, he was named a legend of the speaking professional by the Veteran Speaking Conference, along with Zig Ziglar. And he's the only living speaker in the world to be uh, accorded the CSP, the CPAE, and the World Championship of Public Speaking for Toastmasters. And the only other one was the founder of the NSA uh, Association, Cavett Robert, who passed away a couple years ago. So I'm honored to have him on. I'm honored to be a part of the, the Speaker Hall of Fame. I haven't been the veterans. Uh, I haven't gotten that yet. They invited me to come this year because Les Brown is on their list to be 
given the award, but uh, I am I, I'm just I'm just waiting to you know till I can get in that class. But I am a CSP and a CPAE, but not yet in the real big deal. And I got my man on who got it all. His name is Michael On. He is a fantastic guy, and I'm just honored to have him on. Michael On, are you there, brother? I'm here, brother. How you doing, man? <laughs> Willie, you probably ain't old enough to get in. There. You got to be a geezer to be in that crew. <laughs> In fact, they they moved the date of the meeting. I'm the youngest guy that ever got that because you can't even be considered for the legends of the speaking profession until you're 60. Okay. Well, they 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 had the meeting set up for August, and I said, well, you got to move the date to the latter part of August because my birthday's on the 15th. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't really move the date for me, but they did grandfather me in. That is I, funny. So I, I, be, I just got under the wire on that day. Oh, that is funny. Well, Michael Arn, I gave them the, the, the thumbnail sketch of who you are, but uh, tell them I a little more. Go, I thought you were going to overcook the grits there a little bit. There. <laughs> <laughs> it's all true. And I got more to talk about you because, well, in fact, let me tell people right up front why we all in the speaking industry talk about Michael Arn. Michael is a successful real. Uh, he's a successful businessman, insurance business, but he has done that for for decades. He's written books. He's done all that. He was living in South Carolina, and he uh, thought of speaking, and wanted to speak more because we speakers want to speak. But he had three boys. And he was the coach of the basketball team, the baseball team, the football team. He had a beautiful bride he he loved greatly and his wife. And they wanted to spend time with the three boys. And he said, you know what? Most speakers, the average model for a speaker business is you get in the speaker business, you, you get your name out, you start getting invitations, you get on a plane, you go to this place, you go to that place, you give a speech, and you're leaving your family, you come back, then your next day you leave your family, come back, and next week you go, to, you know, whatever. And Michael said, no, 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 that's not going to work for me. That's not working for me. I want to spend time with my boys. I want to be involved in their lives. I don't want to miss that. So what he did was he packed up the family. He moved the family to Florida, and he got connected with the Orlando Convention Center and the Visitors Bureau and said, I want to be the speaker when com companies and conferences come to town, and I want to be able to say, for you to say, I've got one of the top speakers in the world, and you can have him to be your opening speaker or your closing speaker or breakout speaker or whatever you need, and he'll be there that time. And when it's over, he goes back home and he coaches the boys' team. Unbelievable. What a model. And now, tell me where the boys are now because you made that commitment. Yeah, the uh, boys are uh, the twins, Corey and Jason. They're 33 years old and uh, both have their, their master's degrees in molecular microbiology. And um, one's, a, one's a science teacher and the other is working for a, the science teacher. Corey is also a, a coach at St. Cloud High School. Where I want to point out that my proudest honor is being the world's oldest ball boy. Um, <laughs> and uh, those referees look at me with pity. Uh, I come out there before the game to introduce myself, and they, they look at me like, old oh, man, you sure you can do this? And, I, of course, i got to set them straight. I said, look, you do your job. You ain't going to worry about a ball hitting me in the back of the head here because I'll be all over you like a cheap suit. And, uh, <laughs> and, and we get along great after I've worked with the crew once. They know they ain't got to look around for the, for the ball. But that just gives me one more opportunity to be out there with one of my great three sons that I've got. And uh, um, 
Corey teaches in the honors program at St. Cloud High School in the, in the science department, and uh, Jason is a, a microbiologist with the Food and Drug Administration. Both of them were in the pre-med program. Then, then they decided that they didn't want to do medicine because of all the nonsense in that world, and um, and so they they switched off. Now Jason's wife is uh, studying to be a doctor, but um, and she's in her second year residency and. You know, you, I, I told my boys early on in life, don't worry about what you're going to be when you grow up. It probably hadn't been invented yet. Mm. I mean, uh, it, 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 there's amazing stuff going. I mean, today's college graduates will have 10 to 14 jobs before they're even 30 years old. So wow. the, just, you know, and the kid going to a tech school, the, the information he he learns in year one, by year two, it's obsolete anyway. Mm. So uh, that's why you and I do what we do. Right. We we help with the continuing education of people. And I moved to Orlando because I got tired of coming here, if you don't know the truth of the matter. I, I took a look at my schedule, and 40% of my speaking was here. Wow. And, and um, since my main goal in life is to sleep with my wife at night. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it just it made it easy. Now, I was in the insurance business in South Carolina. You mentioned WLTX. By the way, it was my favorite television station. Oh, fantastic. So, yes. Yeah, yeah they're a great station and um, a great sports network on the sports on their, their, their network on the weekends. I always had a great time following with them. But um, my youngest son, Christopher, is a registered nurse. Okay. And all three of these guys are weightlifters. In fact, I just got back from the state weightlifting meet uh, in Kissimmee, which my sons hosted because they are, are actually national champion weightlifters. And But they had weightlifters in from all over the state of Florida at this meet. Now, I would not have had the opportunity to stick my head in there today and to be a part of all of that if I wasn't here absolutely where they are absolutely folks this is this is a great story not just about uh, success and being successful it's about charting your life deciding what's important making priorities and then saying here's what i want and i'm willing to change this to get to that and i'm willing to do it on my terms i love that we're going to be right back we're going to talk about this book it's a fabulous incredible book and some of his life lessons he's a fabulous speaker and coach he'll help you to grow your success you've already heard some things already this is willie jolly with my friend michael on you're listening to the willie jolly show across america and for sure the best is yet to come Are you ready to revolutionize your relationship with money? I'm Brian Ford, a financial wellness expert. And I'm Bright Dixon, an expert in positive psychology. Together, we host Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, a podcast from Truist Bank that's all about exploring the relationship between your money, your mindset, and your well-being. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or truest.com forward slash money and mindset podcast. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit 
of getting positive motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it, and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Jolly Wealthy Way Show and Podcast, and I'm excited about today's guest, Michael Ahn, world-renowned speaker and author and success consultant and coach. He's telling us how you can grow your future and grow your thinking and grow your finances. So you're going to love more of this interview, so stay tuned. And we want to encourage you to go to winwithwilly.com, winwithwilly.com for the resources we have there that can help you grow. And we're going to get right back into one of the pieces from my music and motivation power book that you've asked about. Here we go with It's All About Your Attitude. Here we go. Letter word that has such a big impact on your success or your failure. Attitude, not just about a disposition, but also about how you see the world, how you see life. Do you see it from a negative perspective or do you see it from a positive perspective? It's your choice. It's about your attitude. See, my friend Keith Carroll wrote a book called Attitude is Everything, and he wasn't lying. Attitude truly is everything. It's about how you view things, how you perceive things, and how you go after things. Can you control the time? No. Can you control the weather? No. Can you control what other people say or do? No, no, no. You can only control you and your attitude, and your attitude to life determines your altitude in life. It's about your attitude. Oh, that's the truth. It's about your attitude. We've talked about earlier about an attitude of gratitude, about your attitude that makes the difference in your altitude and impacts your wealth, your health, and every part of your life. It's about attitude. And that is why I'm grateful for that song. You can get it at willyjolly.com. My friend uh, Terry Brock, 
who is uh, one of the great speakers in America, says he listens to it every morning to get him going, just to get fired up. And so I love that. I got to my guest, and he's another Floridian. He's one of the great speakers in America. He is a Toastmasters world champion. He's a CPAE, Speaker Hall of Fame. He's a CSP, Certified Speaking Professional. He's a Veteran Speaker uh, Award winner. He is a father extraordinaire and a businessman, and he now has multiple best-selling books. And he just talks common sense. You know, what I love about when you talk to Michael on, it just, it's like horse sense that most people just don't get. Because, you know, someone said common sense is not a common thing. What he, he does is breaks it down and puts it into bite-sized pieces that you can take and, and grow with. I like this one. <laughs> it, it's always funny. He's got, he just got this, this incredible sense of humor. On his website, if you go to um, uh, online, A-U-N-L-I-N-E, online.com. Uh, dot uh, com, uh, you'll see um, his uh, his keynote topics. The, the one about change, the trouble with the future, it ain't what it used to be. <laughs> now that, that to be, let's be fair, that's a quote from the great Italian philosopher Bara, Yogi Bara, <laughs> which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Oh, man, that is so funny, man. I just, I, I saw that, man. I just, <laughs> it, it, dry, it made me laugh so hard I had to stop. So you talk about a number of things. You are well known in the speaking industry as a guy who is so broad and so, so well versed in a number of areas. And so when you talk to your corporate clients, your association members, the people who bring you in, let's talk about what you share with them. Some of the basic tenets and some of the ideas that our, our listeners could, could be blessed with because we got a lot of small business people, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, people who are trying to grow their wealth, who are trying to start companies, some who are trying to grow companies. Some of them, we got great trucker friends and and, and visitors who, who are going across the country right now, blessing us with their their presence so that we can have food and 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 things to be able to sustain us. And so I want to shout them out and give them my love and say to them, though, we want you to have great success and great prosperity. And this is kind of message that I think can have an impact on your business. So Michael, on let's talk about some of the lessons and things that you can share with folks. You mentioned those truckers. I just got through speaking to the Concert Logistics Group uh, yesterday, which is part of the IPO organization, and and they are in the trucking business and truck forwarding business. And I love what those guys do because, you know, when I see trucks on the road, that means we're healing. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, you talk about change. I mean, if if you're one of a million people in China, there'd be 1,300 people just like you. Mm. Most people don't know this. China's about to be the number one speaking, English-speaking country in the world. And we we look at uh, competition here, but look abroad. The the 25% of India's top population uh, are the ones that have the highest IQs. They got more honor kids in India than we got kids mm. in America. Wow. The top 10 in-demand jobs that exist out there today were not even heard of in 2004. This is the kind of change that we're looking at. I mean, today we're preparing kids for jobs that don't exist using technology that hasn't yet been invented to solve problems that we don't even have yet. Yeah, the trouble with the future is it ain't what it used to be because knowledge has a very short shelf life. And this is the message that you got to get over to people. They can't. That's why they desperately need what you and I do to keep the axe sharpened, because people are in a constant state of movement. 
Absolutely. I mean, I mean the, what, what, the new bar, one in five couples met online last year. I mean, come on. Wow. Uh, and, and, and if you're not tuned in with social media, I love what Bill Belichick had to say, but he said, he said I don't do Facebook or my face. <laughs> <laughs> but, but my face is 200 million subscribers in, 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 uh, in its first year alone. That would rank it fifth largest country in the world, right, between Indonesia and, and, and uh, Brazil. And, uh, and we think we're on the cutting edge with things like broadband Internet. The fact of the matter is we're 19th in the world. Wow. So this technology thing that's going on, and I, I went kicking and screaming and fighting, but I can't live without Google. Right. There were 2.7 billion hits on Google in 2006. It'll hit 60 billion this year. What we do BG before Google? <laughs> I mean, and, and texting. I'm, I, if you look at my hands, you know I don't text very well. I mean, I got thumbs that will take up half the keyboard. But the first text message was sent in December of 1992. And, Willie, before we're done talking on the air today, the number of text messages sent will exceed the population of the entire planet. You know what? Now, that's amazing you would say that. I just text, as you were talking, my good friend Alfonso Pearson. And, Alfonso, thank you for your text. Uh, he said he's listening to the show right now. This is great. He's with E-Trade, my main man with E-Trade. For those who uh, are, are uh, trying to grow their business, grow their success, you need to know about E-Trade, and we're doing Love a tour. Cup. I'm telling you, he just texted me. Ain't that something? Well, you know, we've come a long way just in, in the period of time you and I have been in business. Yep. If you think about technology, it took it took. To reach an audience of 50 million people, it took 38 years for the radio, 13 years for television, four years for the Internet. iPod did it in three years, Facebook in two. Twitter got there in six months. Wow. You know, when you and I first got into the speaking business and when people started carrying cell phones, you'd walk into a meeting and there on the board would be signs saying, if you have one of these in a picture of a cell phone, please turn it off. Right. Now you go into programs with people like me and Jeff Gitterman and others the first slide we put up on the screen, if you have a cell phone, please turn it on. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and text me your questions. That's right. This is how we do things nowadays. The complexion of our business has changed so much. When You know that when I first got into business, I was doing something kind of crazy and innovative. I'd go around and I'd take pictures of people at my conferences. I'd develop them instantly into 35-millimeter slide film. Now, this is in 1978 and 79 before there were things like uh, cell phones. I'd go in the other room, develop the film, trim the film, put put the slides in a tray, and I'd I'd show up to 160 slides, two 80-count trays, within 30 minutes of having taken the pictures. People would actually invite me back to their conferences not to speak, just to take pictures. Wow. Wow. <laughs> now, of course, anybody with a cell phone could do what I was doing back then, but this was back in the, in the, in the late 70s and early 80s. Right. I made a fortune over the years just doing that. Nito Cobain told me one time, he says, you don't have to be a very good speaker. <laughs> you got all this technology nonsense going on. But you know what? That's the kind of stuff that, that brings – life to an audience when That's they're right. sitting there and they, they, they see this guy running around the room taking pictures and then 
Then he gets up and he gives the speech, and they want to know then is he going to clean up after the meal? I mean, uh, what what? And then the last thing I do is I show the pictures of them and and with with beautiful music, and they're they're sitting out there with tears in their eyes. Wow! And so, as speakers, we got to touch people on that emotion. Absolutely. Side. So so these let's say the trucker or the young business person who trying to grow their business, they've got to embrace technology. But you know, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. You know, our kids do it, and we 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 don't understand it. We don't get it. Why did why we Twitter? And why are we tweeting? And why are we doing that? You know, it, it, we we are resistant to it. How do we get past that? How how do you help people get past? Well, that? if you don't get on the train, it'll leave without you. Mm. You know, a little thousand dollar computer has the computation value uh, in by two thousand and forty nine. A little old thousand dollar laptop computer uh, will exceed the capabilities of the enti- entire human species. This is phenomenal when you think about it. But the constant change that we're involved with today. We need to be aware that it does not end at our borders. I mean, today, in the time we'll speak together, 67 babies will be born in America. 274 will be born in China. India will give birth to 345 babies. Wow. So do our, you, our competition has not yet arrived. So you, you recommend uh, people take a, uh, a course? Do you recommend they just go online and read? Well, how do you, how do you get past your fear and how do you learn? Well, my grandfather told me years ago, he was of Lebanese descent, and uh, he was an interesting man. He called me his Hayati, which is an Arabic word which roughly translated means the breath of my life, which I think is a, a beautiful, beautiful expression. It's what I call my grandbabies. He said to me, Hayati, fear is nothing but an absence of knowledge. Mm. It's just a lack of information. Mm. And, you know, with Google and with, you know, with Bing, you got all kinds of search engines out there today, Yahoo!, you can get the answer. Type in the question. Mm. But you got to ask the question. Absolutely. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. We'll be right back. I got so much to talk about. We got this book. Oh, man, y'all better stay tuned. I told you this was going to be life changing today. You're listening to The Willie Jolly Show with my friend Michael On, A U N, online.com. And stay tuned. We got more to come for sure. The best is yet to come. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and started to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life or a setback is a setup for a comeback or turn setbacks into greenbacks or chicken soup for the soul or an attitude of excellence or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last and now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store, get some of the audio the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater 
personal, and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and Podcast. And you're listening to this interview with my friend Michael Ahn, world-renowned speaker, coach, and consultant. And he is incredible. I also want to take a moment before we get back into the interview to thank our sponsor one more time. I'm so excited about our sponsor and how they have been such a blessing. We're sponsored today by Truist Bank. Truist believes that better lives and communities begin with care. That includes caring a lot about the well-being of your customers and clients. Let me tell you what I mean. Truist is really interested in improving the connection between your finances finances, and your personal well-being. So they launched Money and Mindset. It's an online resource to help you build financial confidence and a healthier mindset around your money. One good takeaway I found was that when you're on top of your finances, you can enjoy benefits beyond reaching goals. Think reducing overall stress so you can have better feeling or feeling greater assurance knowing that you're better prepared for a financial challenge should it come your way. There's also a Truest Money and Mindset podcast for all you podcast listeners looking for some real talk about money. It's called Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, and you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. So I highly, highly encourage you to make time, jump online, and go into this great resource. Search Truest Money and Mindset online or head to Truest.com and you'll find it in the main menu. Hey, we are listening to this interview with my friend, Michael on, let's jump right in to this interview. But before we do, I'm going to give you a little bit more music. Hey, from the, the Music and Motivation Power Book, you can get it at musicpowerbook.com, musicpowerbook.com, and you can get the whole package. Let's get into it right now. And everybody's like sometimes some rain's going to fall. And everybody's house sometimes trouble will fall. But when trouble stops fine, you can sit there and cry. Gotta keep striving, gotta keep fighting, gotta keep going after your dream, whatever it is. Everybody should have a dream. Everybody should have a goal. Everybody should have a passion about your future. Because let me tell you something. Every day you wake up, you have an attitude of gratitude and go get them. That music fires me up. I literally listen to that song every day. Every single solitary day, I got, you got to keep kicking. It reminds me you got to keep fighting for your dreams. got to keep going after what you want. And, you know, Les Brown has a quote that I love. He said, when you stop fighting for what you want, what you don't want automatically takes over. Mm, good God Almighty. You got to fight for your dreams. And my friend Michael Ahn is a gentleman who has fought for his family, fought for his dreams, fought for his business, fought for his success. And he has, it hasn't been easy, but he made a decision that this is it and I'm not settling for less. So he has a, a career as a speaker, one of the best and the brightest in the world. And 
He lives in Florida and stays home and sleeps with his wife and raises his boys or raised them. Now they all grown and did it with a system. He just made up his mind. I'm not going to get on an awful plane. Now, you know, some people like to get on an awful plane, but it wears on you. It beats you up. <laughs> and he said, no, 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 that's not the answer. I'm going to do it my way. And he did. And now he has a new book. Uh, out and it's called uh, it's a fantastic title and it's a fantastic it's the customer stupid and we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about some of his strategies for success and this book is so interesting because you would think it's just about customer service or about uh, that kind of thing but there's so much in it there's so much in it that has nothing to do with customer service, just life, just life lessons, just wisdom. You know, kind of Will, uh, uh, well, what's his name? But you know, the Will Rogers, Will Rogers kind of wisdom. Just, you know, stuff that, that just is common sense. But like, as I said, it's horse sense, my, my, my grandmama used to say. Well, Michael on, thank you for being on, brother. Let's talk about this book. How in the world did you come up with this book? Well, actually, uh... You know, I've done six other books, and you know how books are done. You've done some yourself. Yep. You know, you get on your knees, you beg a publisher, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Right. Well, on a Friday afternoon, I get a call from a man named Richard Naramore, who is uh, the editor at uh, John Wiley & Sons. Wiley & Sons are major publishers. They, yep. My they latest book is with them. Yep. Yeah, they, they uh, publish most of the books that you, uh, your audience uh, would have gotten in college. And, right. And they branched out into the continuing ed world and, and work reaching out to speakers like you and me. And so I get a call from Richard, and, and he says, uh, we have researched you. We know who you are and what you've done, and we'd like to write you to write a book for us. And uh, and I'm thinking, yeah, this is one of my nutty speaker buddies who's calling just to, you know, trash me on a Friday afternoon. I hung up on him. <laughs> <laughs> so he calls me back. He says, would you please write my name and number down and call me back? <laughs> so I did. I said, oh, hell, what have I done here? <laughs> so I called him back. He said, look, um, we know you won the World Championship of Speaking. We know that you the Speaker Hall of Fame. We know that you've gotten the legends and all this other stuff. He says, you know what? We don't give a damn. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> he, I said, well, why are you calling me? He says, we want you to write this book, and our reasons are as follows. We know you get in front of audiences, and you know you speak. we know you speak on this topic, but those aren't the reasons why we want you to write the book. We want you to write it because you've lived the message. Mm. You've done it. Right. And as Dizzy Dean once said, when you've done, done it, it ain't bragging. You know? Right, so, right. So I said, what do you mean? He says, well, we know about your insurance practice. And we don't want to hear about your exploits on the platform. We want to hear about your exploits in the business world. Mm. We want to hear about your lab because I speak. I, you know, I've never considered myself a full-time speaker, although just like you, I've done it hundreds of times a year. Right. But I've always considered myself a businessman who speaks, right. not a speaker. Right. Because I think any any legitimacy that you or I have on the platform comes from what we have done in our lives. Right, social proof. You've you've earned the right to stand up there and talk about it. Right. I've been kicked in the teeth enough times that I can look at a 29-year-old and say, you just ain't lived long enough to have failed as much as I have. So sit up and listen. Okay? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I need to learn from you about, uh, as Bill Belichick was, a space book in my face. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, we, we can learn from one another. 
I am a constant note taker. Mm. I, I, I love I journal constantly because I'm constantly seeing things and hearing things um, that that you need to write down. Your your mind is not a filing cabinet. You right. need to put this stuff down. So. That's how the book I, I, well, I think Kevin Roberts said, uh, a short pencil better than a long memory any day of the week. Got that right. <laughs> so, 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 so they offered you the book and you just started writing. And, well, and he, he said, here's the title. If you can come up with a better one, here's the title. It's the customer, stupid. Mm. I thought about it in about two seconds. I said, nope, I can't better that. <laughs> That's a great title. Where'd you come? He said, we just decided that would be the title. I said, well, um, I'm going to write about more than just customers, as you've picked up uh, from reading the book and, and uh, picking up on other information. Mm. I, so the book's about, you know, down-home advice. Absolutely. If you can't plug the ideas in that book, if you can't plug them in within 24 hours, don't waste your money. Mm. Don't even buy it because mm. that's the kind of stuff that's in there, practical, hands-on information that you can plug in. with. If you got to go back and research it, it ain't worth it. I love it. Well, you know, the first part of the book, you got the stuff I was expecting. You know, unhappy customers will not only fire you, but they will tell others. Okay, I got and I expected it. And that was, you, know, you can expound on that. But then in chapter two was great customer service about getting the customer's feedback and the client's feedback. I expected that. Chapter three, here's what starts changing. Chapter three, fix the problem, don't, don't fix the blame. Now, that's not just a customer service issue. That's a life issue. Now, I, t I tell my salespeople uh, when, when uh, they'll sometimes complain that a problem that did not manifest under, under their watch, but they've inherited. Mm -hmm. My favorite expression, somebody's got to take out the trash. Mm. Fix the problem. We'll go back and fire who caused it later. Right. The client does not care how it got there. They care about one thing, getting a solution for their dilemma. Right. So take ownership of it. You'll you'll build a friend right away. You know, I, I was I was in the years ago, and this tell you how long ago it was. Eastern Airlines was in business, mm. and I'm flying uh, through Chicago. Um, I'm, I'm standing there. This guy is just reaming this poor lady out, just tearing her a new one. It's not her fault. There's ice on the wings of this airplane outside, right. and and um, he just tearing into her. And finally, she quietly leans over the counter and she says to him, "Sir." There are two people who care about your problem, and one of them is fast losing interest. <laughs> so sometimes you got to fire the customer. That's you know, right. Some, or put them in their place and make – look, I can't help it. Now, she got him on the next available plane. But all the all the beating up that he was doing on her was not going to change the ice outside. Mm. So we got to be realistic about what's within our reach. But we've got to take ownership of what's there and fix it, for Pete's sakes. Mm, absolutely. I'm jumping down. Uh, chapter number seven, you are not the enemy, but part of the solution. There you go. That's exactly what she said. <laughs> Basically, I'm not your enemy. Yep. In fact, I'm fixing to be. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And then uh, profit versus profit. Why not both? And, that's, and, and folks, y'all had to understand this. Profit like a profit, P-R-O-P-H-E-T versus profit, P-R-O-F-I-T. Being a a, uh, a a thought leader versus the money. Explain that because that was very compelling. Well, it's interesting. The the head of the insurance company that I represent, Knights of Columbus Insurance, was, was doing an interview with Forbes magazine. And Forbes asked him an inter interesting question. They said, uh, 
can you be ethical in business and still be profitable? And his answer, he was stunned by this question. His answer was, how can you be successful in business unless you're ethical? Mm. See, when, when your values are clear, decisions come easy. It was easy for me to move to Florida. I knew what I wanted. I, I wanted to be with my family. That was not a decision. That was, that was a foregone conclusion. It was just going to be a matter of how soon I was going to do something about it. So you have to have a value structure in place on which you will not veer. I love that. I love that. And you and you and when you get your values in line, things do become much clearer, much, much easier to to navigate because, you know, hey, this is where I am. I'm not doing that. I don't care what I don't care how much money's involved. I don't care what else. I'm going to stay, have integrity. I have character and that's going to make a difference. And that's where I am. You, you know, take me as I am or, or leave me. Folks, this book is great. It's called The Customer Stupid. I'm going to come back. We're going to talk about some of the other things that have nothing to do with customer service, have to do with with living a profitable, successful, and powerful life. You're listening to Willie Jolly with my guest, Michael On A-U-N, and his website is online.com. Stay tuned, because the best is yet to come. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me when you need me. You can call on me. Call me. You can call on me. Pick up the phone. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know 
that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and we are back with my special guest, Michael Ahn. I want to encourage you to follow him and take advantage of all his products and services. And then I want to thank again our sponsor, Truist Financial. Look, when you start with care, you build a different kind of bank, Truist. So you want to make sure to go and check out Truist at Truist.com, T-R-U-I-S-T.com, Truist Financial, member FDIC. Well, we got another song from the Music Power Book. You can go to musicpowerbook.com to get the full package, and you can get it in a two-CD package, or you can get it in a digital download. Let's get back in with this song, I Hope You Dance, and then into the interview with Michael On. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get until you try it. So you might as well live life to the fullest. Give it your best shot. You might as well sing like you don't need the money. Love like you'll never get hurt. Dance like nobody's watching. Put your whole heart in it if you want it to work. I hope you dance. Oh, yes, you know that's right. I hope you dance. I hope you dance. I hope you give life your best shot. I hope you give it your all. Because life is really too short to fool around this is this is not something to take any time off live life live it with gusto you know uh, i love this book it's called it's the customer stupid by michael on and that's a u n you can get his books his products his uh, his information at online.com chapter number 20 i just love this title winning is never final and losing is never fatal. You got to respond to that. Well, you know, you talk about winning, and you, you, you brag so eloquently about me winning the World Championship of Speaking, which I did in 1978 in, in Vancouver, British Columbia. What you didn't tell them was how I lost it in 1977 in Toronto, Ontario. I had won the club, I won the city, I won the area, I won the state, I won the district and the region. You go through all these steps, and you got to write a new and a different speech for Toastmasters as you go through each step. Well, I got all the way to the international finals, and they were about to present me the trophy when they said, oops, we need that back. You went eight seconds over your time limit, and you were disqualified. Wow. And I later found out, uh, interestingly, I got a... Standing ovation in the middle of that speech. You want to guess how long it lasted? <laughs> eight yeah. seconds. Eight seconds. You got Wow. That. So I came back and I went back through the whole process in 1978, all different speeches, because every time you compete, you send all your previous speeches in. 
and I made it to the international finals in Vancouver, British Columbia. And I'm fond of telling people, uh, you know, you got to go through Toronto to get to Vancouver. You have to understand what defeat is about in your life mm. before you'll ever appreciate victory. You know who the first person to greet me off that stage was in Vancouver that day? His name was Cabot Robert, mm. and he brought me and you and literally thousands of others to a higher level in the speaking profession because of what he espoused. And I learned that day that Cabot won the world championship the year I was born, 1949. Wow. <laughs> so. Let me know, you, you say that, and, and it brings me back to something that you probably don't even know, that when I was uh, my fourth year in the speaking business, I was nominated for uh, Speaker Hall of Fame. Uh, Les Brown nominated me. He said, this guy's going to do some big things. And, and I got nominated for the next 12 years and never won. You, When you won... <laughs> I know where you're going with this. <laughs> when you won your CPAE, I will never forget your speech and what you said to people and how many times you had lost. 18 times. In fact, the year I got it was the same year that Susan Lucci finally got her award. <laughs> I, said, I stood up and said, I'm the Susan Lucci of the National Speakers Association because <laughs> it had been 18 times I had been nominated by, uh, I lost count, it was over 50 people during those 18 because you get nominated by different people every year. And right. It it uh, and it finally came. But you know something. You know what I learned, Willie. What I wanted it the most is when I deserved it the mm, least. Wow. Okay. And when I finally got it, I thought, okay, um, I understand that I did not deserve it in those early years. Mm -hmm. So you you, and that's part of maturing and growing up and and getting to where you need to be in your life and. And right now, my rewards are to be with my grandbabies and to, to be with my family. And to, to, this is what we go, get up and go to work for. This is what your truckers do. This is what your audience does. This is what your entrepreneurs do. They they are trying to make a better life for their families. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. what they're trying to do. Well, you know, I think it, 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 the last part of that story, folks, is with that he, I won the, I finally got accepted or admitted to, inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame in 2005, five years after Michael had uh, gotten in. But he said something at his, uh, his speech that night. He said he was a Susan Lucci and he made us all laugh. But then he said he encouraged all the rest of us. He said, I know a lot of you who are out there who have been nominated and you feel, you know, you feel upset. He said, don't, don't give up. Don't stop. You really encouraged me. And, you know, and I, I want to thank you for it. I've never told you that pri privately or publicly, but I want to thank you for in taking that moment to encourage others that, okay, I've been where you are. Just keep faith. Keep working hard. Keep going after it. And so I thank you for that. Now, real quick, I only got a few more minutes. I got to get a lot more stuff. This book is fantastic. Master your time or it will enslave you. Good God Almighty, this is big because so many people, we get stuck in snail mail, email, people dropping in on us. Hey, you got a minute? You know, all of that. You 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 jump right to it. Let's get well, to it. Somebody says to me, you got a minute? I said, if it'll only be a minute. And mm -hmm. I stand up mm -hmm. and I look at my watch. <laughs> I, I don't have time for frivolous nonsense. Mm -hmm. And most of you, your clients don't. The people you work with for and around, they don't. 
your internal customer, the people who work with you, your external customer, the people who buy your products or services, they don't have time for nonsense. Cut to the chase, for Pete's sakes. Mm. You know, and time is a valuable resource that you cannot replicate. You can't just go back and get it. Wow. So, I mean, I, one of my albums is, is uh, Winning the Time Wars, How to, and it goes back to the Time Wars days. That tells you how old it is. But it, it, it was subtitled How to Build a 26-Hour Day. Well, the fact is, you know, we, we're given a certain number of minutes and seconds per day. How we use them is up to us. And we have to make conscious choices and good decisions as we go through our day and prioritize those things and, and put the most important stuff first. I use an ABC system, ABCD system. A, it has to be done today. B, it could be done today. C, it could be done sometime this week. D, D means four things. Do it, dump it, delay it, or delegate it. Mm, say that one more time. Do it. Do it, dump it, delay it, or delegate it. Sometimes it's just easier. From, look, the, the most valuable course I took in high school was typing. Because, first of all, it was a target-rich environment. There were three guys and about 30 girls in that class, all right? Mm -hmm. so, but, but the other thing is I learned the keyboard. And I, so it's easier for me just to type my own memos, my own email, and to do that stuff myself than it is to delegate it to someone. So do it. Mm. Dump it. Sometimes you just, you know, uh, Ben Franklin would go two weeks at a time not open his mail. Why? By the time you got ready to open it, the problems had solved itself, you know? So mm. delay it. Don't be afraid to delay it, which is what he did, or delegate it. If you can give a task away to someone who's better at that task than you are, then for Pete's sakes, do it. Right, right. Do it. It just makes sense, as in dollars and cents. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, I, I I don't know if we got time. We only got a couple more minutes in this interview. We'll Eight come back. We'll come back. We'll definitely do it. We've got three minutes. Eight rules to overcome fear of failure. A couple of those rules would be great. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Read off of those rules. Check. Eight rules of fear of failure. Uh, and it's rule 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Well, I'm in the table of contents, so... <laughs> Well, he he got, got so much content he can't even I get. I can't remember what that was about. I mean, this is such good stuff. Oh, I got one more thing. I got to jump on. Ho, 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 ho. I'm going. Th I'm going through the table of contents now because it's it's so much I stuff. Read my own book. <laughs> <laughs> it says, uh, "If you pay peanuts, you will get monkeys." <laughs> Well, that's true. You know, and your frontline people are most important. That's what I told that group of uh, trucking executives yesterday. I said, you know, you got people on if they're if they're grumpy. For Pete's sakes, don't get somebody out there who knows how to answer a phone, who knows how to take a call, who knows how to process this thing and fix a problem. For Pete's sakes, I, my dad used to drive thirty-five miles in one direction from the western side of Lexington, South Carolina, into Columbia, South Carolina, where you're on WLTX-TV, yep. to do business with a particular bank teller. And if she wasn't on duty that day, he got back in his old pickup truck, and he drove back home. Wow. She was the bank. Wow. So often the people on the point are the most important people and the lowest paid in an organization. I don't get that. I just don't get it. And co great companies like Millican, who I've worked for hundreds of times over the years, they are in the textile fabric business. They they actually have a, a, a system in place. It's called error cause removal, where they actually 
have men going around or, or managers going around with cash in their pocket looking for a better way to solve the problem. The old suggestion box, you put a suggestion in there, and three years later somebody opens it up and reads it. Well, it's obsolete by then. These guys go around, and they're required to give away a certain amount of cash for a great idea that will change the way they do business. Wow. What if you started rewarding that kind of behavior? And you show me the reward system of any institution, I'll show you where the institution places its values. Man, this is good. This is good stuff. Yeah, I didn't even get, need to get to the other point, so I got. I can't get. I'm out of time. I'm I gotta have go you. back and read my own book. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny, Michael. On on aunline.com. Go, folks, and get it. Michael, thanks for being on with me, buddy. It was my pleasure, Willie. Look to see you my soon. Best to your family, pal. Best to yours, and kiss them boys and them grandbabies. You've been listening, folks, to the Willie Jolly Show. What a great show today, y'all. Stay tuned. We've got to be back next week with more shows and more stuff. Thank you, Big D, Daryl Green, and we look to see y'all soon. Remember, the best is yet to come. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode, and I hope you got something of great value. And I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered, and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more, and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program, and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire, willyjolly.com slash billionaire, or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.